<laughs> That's so true. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Zero Chance Podcast. I am Rick Romero, and I'm joined by Brady Phelps. Hey, good and to be here. We are the Zero Chance Podcast. Yeah. Rick. It's <clears> been, <throat> uh, what, three oh. and a half months, <laughs> four months? Is that all? Yeah. Yeah. I think it, I'll take the under on four months. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think it's fair to say, though, that, you know, we took the break because you're a dad now. Congratulations, buddy. I am. Shout out to Harlow. Cheers. Yeah, cheers, cheers. to little Harlow. Yeah, and I tell you what, for our coming back party, it is very fitting that we are back at the original home of the Zero Chance Pod, Thunderhawk Elements. The, the only home. The only home. The only yeah. and original home. And are you going to talk about, as we, you know, we'll get into a lot of things, but we are currently drinking an award-winning beer. But I don't know crap about awards with beers, so you're going to have to fill us in on that, Rick. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> what did they win? They won a beer festival, and it's called Bowie Knife. Is it Bowie Knife or Bowie Knife? It's Not Bowie Knife. Okay. See? Uh, Bill, co-owner He's, of Thunderhawk, just said say Bowie. He said Bowie. Yeah. Bowie Knife. Yeah, I always thought it was David Bowie Knife. Uh, he said something about a singer. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm assuming David Bowie? Yeah. Oh, oh, David Bowie. That's right. He created the uh, the knives. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, he's a big knife guy. <laughs> big David knife Bowie. guy. Big yeah. knife guy. Yeah. Okay at music, but really yeah. big on knives. Yeah. yeah. No, this is uh, actually the first time I've tried this beer. Me too. It's beer. a uh, technical term for all the beer drinkers and the, the craftsmen out yeah, there. Yeah, let's, let's hear it. Th- the Deepa. The Deepa. Yeah. C- yeah good old Deepa. Really universally accepted term within the beer community. It's if a, you want to get punched in the face, call it a Deepa. It's a uh, black tropical Deepa, to be exact. Uh, that, yeah, that sounds like very Tropic Thunderish. Yeah. But how cool is that that they are our dudes? I know. Thunderhawk. Our guys. Bill they, and John. They, they won an award. award. I mean, they've always been award-winning in our hearts, but now they're official. <laughs> congrats, guys. That's yeah, fantastic. congrats. It's a very delicious beer. Uh, so we're back. We're back uh, not only recording the pod, we're back in Thunderhawk. It's a fantastic time to be alive together. And I I mean, I don't even remember. Well, it's funny. I don't remember how to do this. Yeah. And then, you know, when you think about it, though, we never knew what we were doing in the first place. No. So but for this are. one, we're, we're kind of winging it because um, – like we there's always. too much to cover if we go back from yeah. the last time yeah, we yeah, podcasted. Yeah, exactly. We always have an agenda when we yeah. and always, you know, if there's nothing I love more, it's a good old absolute, especially when it's not true. Um, we have no agenda. We didn't talk about anything ahead of time. No. Because I felt like, you know, the purists in us as potters and, and friends of the San Diego sports community, it's just let's just wing it and let's see what let's see where it goes. Yeah. Because it Buckle would be, up. Okay, so I actually started keeping like a, a small like a file yeah. of when stuff would happen. Yeah, I was like, oh, when when we when we pot again, we got to talk about this. And you know, then as I looked at the list, I'm like, nobody cares about this crap anymore. You know, things that happened, you know, with the Padres team or in the dugout. Or Do you know, Tatis got hurt. <laughs> Tatis got hurt, and yeah. Andy Green got fired. And Andy Green got fired. Yeah. yeah. But and now uh, Manny Machado wants uh, Buck Showalter to be the new manager of the San Diego Padres. What are your thoughts on that? Let's we can talk about the manager search right now. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. I mean, uh, okay, I still relevant. It is still relevant. I I would have loved. Jo- I think Joe Madden is a stud. I think yeah. it's weird when you look at it on paper and you're like you're clamoring for a seventy. How old is he? Is he over seventy? I really don't know. I don't know. 
He could be one of those guys. He's old. Like he, he might have the Sparky Anderson disease where he looks like he's 90 and he's actually 32. Yeah, that that's wild. Yeah. The the Sparky Anderson thing <laughs> that you posted next to, what's his butt from Cocoon? Yeah, uh, Wilford Brimley. Wilford Brimley. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, where Sparky legit looked like he was 65 and he was like 31 or whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I've always loved Joe Madden as a manager, but I also know the coaching tree that he came from and Anaheim and his connection to that organization. So it would not surprise me at all. I think they're absolutely the favorites and front runners to land him. So I think that's a little bit of a pipe dream. Um, I also, I don't know, anytime you, people get excited about one manager, it's like, listen, somebody just kicked that guy to the curb. You know, like the Cubs, who were very smart with Jed Hoyer and Theo Epstein in the front office, they were over Theo. Now he did bring him a championship, didn't he? Over Joe. You said what did I say? Over Theo. Yeah, Theo's not over Theo. Yeah, Theo was over Joe. And obviously said nice things on the way out, but they weren't prepared to keep him around for yeah. whatever reason. Yeah. So you know, we always have to remember that whenever we get excited as a fan base about any one person, there's a reason that someone else like got rid of that person. Now, on the flip side, when you take that argument, you look at the list of you know. You could you could field a Hall of Fame baseball team if you look at all the amazing players over the decades that the Padres have traded away. <laughs> so like yeah, when you on the flip side we look at that theory, it's like well yeah they might have gotten rid of him, but that doesn't mean someone else is not going to benefit from him. You know, take Ozzie Smith. You know, so you're saying Andy Green is going to become a Hall of Fame manager elsewhere? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Andy Green will win a World Series championship before the Padres do. Wow. <laughs> That, that's gonna get quoted yeah i don't know who knows i mean shoot mark if, that tape um but so you were you still were in the running for you that. were yeah you were a big andy green fan um i've always been in the mindset of i don't think that major league baseball managers matter that much to wins and losses uh when it all comes down to it i think what it comes down to is the respect in the clubhouse if the players respect you I, and i think that's kind of why joe madden has done as well as he has because yeah, i think fair. he's kind of like almost like their like buddy in the in the clubhouse right um and i think i think andy green he tried to do too much like he thought he like could make a difference and i think that kind of just eventually like wore on the players i think he really he believed in the process with which he wanted to coach and the way he wanted to coach and build a relational foundation with the players. And that is what I really appreciated. And I, I don't know that it worked with yeah. him. So, you know, when you say you were a huge fan of Andy Green, I, I'd like to Andy Green as a person a lot, and I still do. I don't know that. I mean, there were a lot of things that the writing was kind of on the wall where it's like, uh, I don't think this is working. Yeah. Um, so even I, as a fan of Andy Green, was like, I'm still a fan of Andy Green. I don't know if he's the guy to lead this Padres team and the, and the the future youth of this organization to a championship. So even as a fan, I had kind of resorted to like, eh, yeah, maybe this isn't the right fit. And and quite frankly, I know it's a silly thing. And shoot, if we went back, I probably defended it in some capacity here on the pod. I don't even know. But Somebody will pull it up for you. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, can't wait. Um, but I do think that when Will Myers c was caught on tape on um, Aswahe's Fortnite, yeah, talking about Andy Green, mm -hmm. um, even though Will's later actions in the field and causing errors in the field absolutely defended Andy in making him take extra ground balls or whatever it was. I don't remember the details of it, 
Um, but it just further confirmed that Andy was absolutely right in the way he was dealing with Will to get him to work harder in the field because he sucked um, at that current position. I just I thought that was a huge like you do not say that about a manager that you respect. You don't. And if he didn't respect him, you know, Will, you know, although he, you know, really fallen kind of to the wayside as far as now that we have so many stars on the team um, with Machado, with Tatis, even Hosmer came in, um, Chris Paddock. You know, like I, I do think that Will fell much deeper down on the, you know, star player totem pole, whereas in yeah. 2016, when the All-Star game was here in San Diego, Will was not only the all-star, but he was the face of the franchise. Yeah. Which, you know, we went through that whole thing with Fowler and his, you know, he couldn't handle it and blah, 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 blah. I just don't think from a player of that status, even though he was has dropped down in his, you know, like I just said, his, you know, status as a star on this team. Um, other guys have come way over the top on him, but I, I still don't think comments like that bode well for the future of a manager when he doesn't have that kind of respect. Yeah, but, I mean, at the same time, too, that was uh, – uh, like who doesn't like talk about like their boss like just to like their friends so he thought he didn't know it was streaming totally so and, I mean, and that was the argument that i probably made on this podcast yeah. like come on we always talk crap yeah. about whoever and like even if it's almost in jest a little bit yeah. like joking like you yeah. you really don't it's not that you don't feel it but it's like oh this is a funny thing to joke about but it's like a little bit tongue-in-cheek and so believe me i agree yeah. but to me internally that really was a a sign that like oh boy yeah. Like, this is not good for Andy. You yeah. Know? So, who do I want? I don't know, man. I see Brett Osmus' name getting thrown around now. Um, obviously, Madden, they're still in the hunt. Uh, I love that, like, I read something like most uh, GMs and organizations have just considered Madden to the Angels a um, a done deal, but not the Padres. <laughs> the Padres. <laughs> Gotta love that. That's what we felt about uh, Shohei Otani, too. He's out there, yeah. you know, learning Japanese while everyone else is like, yeah, he's not going to our club. Yeah. So good for AJ. Keep grinding. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I think this is kind of a uh, uh, I, I, I don't know I'm, if it's deserving or not, but I think this is kind of a make or break hire for AJ, though, too. Like he has to. Which is funny <sighs> that you say that because you just said you don't think managers matter that much. I, I don't. I don't. But you know who does think that it matters? The fan base? Uh, some fan base. Uh, actually, yeah, a lot of the fan base. But also, too, I think the 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 owners and, like, the, the higher-ups in the front office, I think that they think it matters. And uh, But, yeah, no, I've always been in the mindset of I don't think it matters. Uh, I was I would be stoked if it was Joe Madden coming. Um, but at the same time, I'm too uh, – I'm stoked if it's Rod Barajas or, you know, like uh, – Jimmy Jimmy Wilson from the uh, I don't know who Jimmy I don't Wilson know where <laughs> from the Rockford Peaches. <laughs> Is that his name? It might have been. <laughs> I think it was. Uh, okay, was uh, it? Yeah, I, I'd be Just really stoked if it baseball? was. I'd be really stoked. Can you if imagine if Tom? If honestly, I'd be fine with Tom Hanks being our manager. Yeah, yeah no shit about yeah. baseball, but yeah, like, whatever. I mean, Tom Hanks be our guy. We'd get the same amount of wins and losses <laughs> if Tom Hanks was our manager <laughs> because versus Joe Madden. There's no way that Tom Hanks can make Fernando Tatis Jr. any better, and there's no way that Joe Madden can do it either. I don't know. So do you want to play a little game? Tom yeah. Hanks is he's he's not bad at anything. That's true. He would probably be a pretty good major <laughs> league. I love Tom Hanks. So I just looked this up because I, I, I really did not know. So um let's play a game. How who do you think is older, Buck Showalter or Joe Madden? Let's play along at home. Who do you think it is? Everybody, make your guesses. Buck Showalter. Okay. 
So let's put an age on what you think Buck Showalter is. I'll give you an over-under. Over-under 65. Uh, for Buck? Yeah, for Buck. Uh, I'm going to say over. Okay. Joe Men over-under 65. Under. Okay. So. Because uh, Buck's been around a long time. True statement. So Buck, uh, Joe Men is 65 on the dot. So okay. I kind of set you up with an over-under that you couldn't win because yeah. it was on the on the dot. Thanks. Uh-huh. But I only did that because Buck Showalter is only 63. Really? He's two years younger than Joe Madden. Wow. He must have started young. So he was managing, I believe, much earlier than, you know, uh, Joe Madden may have been, like, on uh, coaching staffs. Yeah. But, and gr- granted, this is all out of my butt. I, don't, I, I, I didn't look all their history, but I did just look at their ages. So, and to me, there is something to be said when Machado is, I mean, those Orioles teams, I mean, some of those teams actually did much better than they should have in that AL East. And then some of them were some of the worst teams in baseball history. So, but Buck Showalter, I mean, see again, talking on my butt. I don't. I'm not even looking at his career record or staff or whatever with the Orioles while Manny was there. But to me, it does say something that Manny wants him. You know, I'm curious. What is Fernando Tatis Jr.? What is uh, Paddock? What do those guys think about Showalter? Like they've probably never been introduced to him. They know nothing about him. So is Manny like telling war stories to them about Showalter and why he should be the guy? And then are those guys going to Fowler and lobbying and saying, hey, this is the guy we want, or Preller, hey, this is the guy we want? I, I kind of just think that um, I, I think that Machado, uh, the guys take what Machado says to heart all the time like these young guys like they kind of look up to him for advice basically really i mean because he's a clubhouse cancer so why would they do that <laughs> why would they look up to him like yeah, that? i know right yeah it's pretty crazy i did love um, there was one um there was like that handshake video i i f- saw it on at some game in the dugout it was like a pre-game and all the players are doing their all ritual handshakes you know and he did yeah. it with joey lucchese yeah and the last thing they do is kind of like a little chest bump uh-huh. and then they turn away and as lucchese turned away um uh, Machado came up and like just did a full like from the back like you know like gave almost gave him whiplash you know like lunged into him like you know sprinting in like Lucchese almost falls over and is laughing yeah and I'm like oh man look at Machado what a clubhouse cancer you know and I Joey Lucchese actually retweeted the video that I you know had filmed you know off my cell phone filming Fox Sports San Diego which they love when I do yeah um, but I thought it was funny cease and desist yeah <laughs> <laughs> have we ever told that story on the pod? I don't. Uh, maybe it was with football, though, wasn't it? Or was it? Uh, Fox Sports. No, because Fox Sports San Diego didn't do football. It was oh. all baseball. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. The the was he the C? Was oh. it when you were doing Vine? You uh, were posting it, a lot of stuff on Vine for it a while. Was vines. I had a couple of. I did have some football vines. Like, uh, Ver, was it Jason Verrett? Who was the guy who would fly out of nowhere and just like spear people? Who was that? Was that Verrett? I don't remember. Whoever it was, and then he like had like a basically a standing seizure where his whole body was shaking. And oh yes, yeah. Do you remember that? I do remember that. And that got millions of views on Vine. Yeah, and then the um, they were like, "Yeah, he's good." He's yeah, good. they're like, "Oh yeah, send him back yeah, in." Dust it off. <laughs> um, yeah, that was that was scary, man. Super scary. I was like, I think we just witnessed something very very bad. Yeah. Um, and they're like, oh, it was a stinger. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> that's that's not a stinger. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I got a cease and desist letter from Fox Sports. And, you know, some time passed and I ignored it. And here we are. 
now Joey Lucchese is tweeting the videos out too. Yeah. Send a cease and desist to Joey Lucchese. Yeah. Could never Fugazi. do that. It's a Fugazi. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so that was fun. I, I do I do think that Manny, Manny's opinion matters, though, in this yeah. search. Yeah, big so, time. Big so time. We'll All right, so manager talk, done. <laughs> manager talk. Here we are with Come and Gone. Yep. So now what? I, we got I, nothing else to talk I about. I will tell you that... Um, Okay, so I got two things. One, you got two things. Zero chance pod, unbeknownst to you, made it big. We haven't even talked about this. Um, and two, I got you a gift for your. Are you okay saying your baby's name here on the podcast? Are we are we getting real with people? Uh, we could say uh, her first name. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, people know your last name. I'm not gonna drop her middle name in there. Yeah, but it's I, you, how old? How old is your baby girl? She's uh, two months. Harlow is two a months. A little old. over two months. Yeah, two months and change. Yeah. So I I don't like to say like the oh, she's exactly two point seven nine weeks old blah blah blah. When she's eight years old, I want you dropping weeks on me. Yeah, yeah. she's nine hundred and fifty weeks old. Thanks for asking. Um, I thank you, mathematicians out there. I know that's not correct. Uh, but yeah, dude, Brooke and myself and my little guys, Atley and Beckett, got you a gift. It's very well wrapped, as you can see. Um, play by pay, crinkle, crinkle, crinkle into the microphone. That is. Awesome. So these are a hot item. These are sold out. You cannot buy them anywhere on the planet wow. right now. And that is the last one available, and it has Harlow's name on it. I love it. It is, I believe, because she is two and a half months old. The yeah. sizing on this is three to six months old. And she's and a long baby, too. Well, if she's already six months long, then you better yeah. get that puppy <laughs> on her fast for some photos. <laughs> this is a uh. custom Thunderhawk onesie. This is so cool. All hail the mighty Thunderhawk for Harlow. So the award-winning Thunderhawk. The award-winning We have to say that every time. Every time. Yeah, I know. Um, can we... I love it. This is awesome. Yeah, congrats, dude. I'm very thrilled for you. And Thank you so much. Quite frankly, I'm a little bit sad that... Um, I didn't bring her? One, I would have I rather had her as a podcast co-host, yes. Yeah. <laughs> She's very chatty already. I believe that. But two, I'm jealous that... Uh, Thunderhawk wasn't even around when my kids were three to six months old. So I couldn't have had a onesie to put on them. So, you know, you're you're already I, ahead of the game I, than, I feel, than, you were, than I was with my children. I so. feel very blessed. Yeah. yeah. Well, from our family to yours, buddy. Thank Congratulations. you. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Do you want to uh, spend a couple minutes talking about, you know, how you've changed as a human being now that you're a father and how you're done with this podcast because it's a bunch <laughs> of trivial BS that nobody cares about and you don't care about uh, it anymore because you got bigger fish to fry? I mean, <laughs> it no, it's... Talk it's, to me about dad life, buddy. It's been pretty amazing. Uh, it, it's, it's funny, like, before having a kid, like, you have all, hear all these, like, nightmares about, like, babies, like, who don't sleep and are up crying all the time and just, like... You're like, oh my god! Like, how? Just how am I gonna react to that? How am I gonna react to that? Right, right. And it's funny. It's like when she's like screaming like bloody murder, and you're just sitting there. I'm like totally calm. I'm just not like sitting there going, oh my god, oh my god. I'm just going. You don't want to like set her down on the bassinet and then start punching a pillow or something no. to get your anger out because no. she won't be quiet. No. Not S that I ever did that. S just super, super mellow. I'm just, just like kind of like, huh. Oh. And, and what about S Heidi? How's Heidi handling? She's the same way. You guys are just chill parents yeah, just, by nature. Just chill, yeah. It's great, man. Yeah, but Harlow's she's been she's been really great. She's got great lettuce. I'm very jealous <laughs> yeah. of her hair. When when she came out immediately, like and immediately, so I'm yeah. like, oh cool, more hair than I've ever had in my life. Yeah, please. yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, that's like the one thing that everybody keeps telling me. They're like, so that hair, like, yeah. 
So did you have to pay extra to dye the yeah. hair at the moment of birth? I've been asked yeah. if it was like if we put the toupee on for every single picture, <laughs> little baby toupee. Yeah. Um, Somebody asked me the other day if we curled my son's eyelashes. What? Le- legit, like wasn't a joke question. And I, and I just looked straight face. I'm like, yeah, we do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, you know, I, I know that's weird to do to a, a seven-year-old. Yeah. But been doing it just, since he was yeah, uh, two years really old he felt that yeah. you know now that he's lost his front two teeth yeah we don't want to draw attention to his teeth so we that's what we that was our strategy is we we every week we take him to get his eyelashes curled yeah you moron <laughs> like what that, how is that a real thing <laughs> I, I don't know Shut i don't up. know anyway yeah I'm you're very happy if you did yeah your your son he's got that kid's got he's great got lettuce. he's got lots of yeah, lettuce he is He's got very long hair. He's got the Bieber flow going from side to side. Uh, second time we've mentioned whiplash on this podcast. He's going to get whiplash just from whipping his hair back and forth. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he, he loves having – and here's the thing is we'll tell him, like, hey, we need to get a haircut. But every time any human being alive sees him, they run up and they're like, oh, my gosh, your hair. Because it's like this golden blonde – with brown highlight like, or brown with blonde highlight however you want to it's just it's a perfect head of hair and it looks amazing on him he's uh, i mean he's a beautiful child and you don't want to you don't want to mess with it yeah, he, yeah. he's um, like he's this perfect little specimen i don't want to and so for him though as a little kid, except for the eyelashes you have to have curl, curl those, those yeah. to make him perfect but like you know <laughs> as a little kid it's like okay i i don't want to how do you tell a kid like let's go cut this thing that you get praised for on yeah. a daily basis about how like people define you by this hair and now we want to go cut it all off he's like no why would i do that people love my hair yeah. i love it when people say they love my hair yeah so i get it you know like so how did it start like like did he just say like i want to grow it out or did you guys no, just like not no, get no, a haircut no. never like a, a conversation time? he just I, he had a buddy who had longer hair and he's like, I think I want long hair, too. But, you know, it was just kind of one of those we didn't force a haircut. He didn't ask for one when we were said, hey, we're going to go get a haircut. He's like, I don't want a haircut yet. And just kind of left it. And we're like, well, let's get it out of your eyes a little. So we would do a little trim or we would do the sides or and then it just kind of was going. And then he just he just makes it work, man. I yeah. mean, half the time I'm looking at one eye because his hair is just drooping over one of the, you know, his other. Eye. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know. The kid loves. And I, I mean, I like that as a parent, you're going to realize you imagine what it's going to be like with Harlow as, as much as you already love her like when she can actually start talking and start having opinions and start yeah. having like a conversation with you and like her personality can really come out because you see her personality at two months old in tiny little glimpses but nothing compared to what they're going to grow into yeah. and how they're going to blossom as people and so now he's blossomed into a little person and like and so now he finally has an opinion on something like no cut it you know like i'm not gonna do that yeah so i i, I don't know i love that he kind of finds an identity in that and and y- you got to walk a fine line though right like you don't want just as parents in general right as your kids seek for an identity you want to you know be conscious of what you encourage and what you you know you don't want them to define and and find their identity in the opinions that other people have of them you know that's not how you want to like be driven right as a person and i mean even me it's like i i think about when people when people ask like what's the first question when you meet someone for the first time after that's like hey i'm rick nice to meet you what's generally what's the first thing someone says what's your social security number (laughs) (laughs) how big is your penis (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, no, it's just like, uh, hey man, what do you what do you do? Yeah. And your answer is like, oh, I I work in media. I work for a radio station, or oh, I do. Well, I don't know how you answer that. Yeah. Um, and and so you know we define ourselves by our employment, right? And like, oh, I, you know, I I sell solar, and I host a podcast, and I, you know, the podcast know. never comes up when I'm exp- explaining myself. Really? Yeah. Maybe never. It should. <laughs> Maybe it should. But I I do think that there's something to be said for like you know like all these silly things that we do you know like oh I had a website called Lob Shots and oh I used to host a TV show on Fox Sports with the Padres and oh I used to like all these random stuff oh I used to be a youth pastor oh met, I used to met P Gamo oh I met P Gamo at Lob Shots you know all these weird things that like none of those things really define me and who I am but like yeah. the first thing where I finally was like this is this is me. This is who I am. This is my purpose. And this is You're what I want to be defined. It's like, I am a father. Yeah. And I love my children more than anyone has ever loved anything in the world. And yeah. It's just like a great feeling to finally find something that I don't feel weird about letting define me. Like I want my kids to define me. My, uh, my Instagram description, oh. is the official Harlow fan club. <laughs> That's the first thing on there. That's good. That's what, uh, and look at like all my pictures. Oh yeah, did you see see those pictures too? Oh my gosh, see that's something we I guess we need to talk about. So you did a bunch of cool stuff. You made a I had a kid. Video. I did a music video, yeah. like a massive music video. Yeah. That was uh, a big deal, dude. I watched it. It was really cool. Thank Proud you. you man. Thank you. Yeah. It was really neat. It was uh it was pretty awesome to do that music video. And then took pictures of you, the Padres. Yeah, you didn't I I'm trying to remember if I got the look, you know, the invite to come down on the field and sit with you because I, you know, have been known to take a pretty good photo from time to time. But I don't recall getting the invite to sit at the dugout. And I even sent you, when you were messing with me, and be like, oh, what's up? Look where I am down on the field. I even said, oh, like, tell tell Bebo I said hi. And then sure enough, you took a selfie with Tatis uh-huh. right behind you. And you're like, oh, I told him you said hi, a-hole. And then uh, what else did I send you? I don't remember. I probably blocked it on my memory because I'm so pissed <laughs> I, at you. I looked up how you say pancakes in Spanish. <laughs> oh, yeah. What a jerk. <laughs> he, hey, Annie. Oh, wait. Have uh, we done the podcast since they did that? Since they put my Tatis pancake on Fox Sports? I don't I don't think so. Yeah, so we I- We haven't I, done it. I know. I came out of pancake yeah. retirement. Yeah. I made a Tatis pancake. Yeah. And it ended up- They didn't even tell me. It just ended up on Fox Sports. So they were like pancake and blogger lob shots on social media. Yeah. Uh, made it, and and they're like and Tatis has seen the pancake and he loved it. They like you know Annie did a whole thing and then Mud and Don went back and forth and and uh, Mudcat said something like, "I'm a big fan of Brady and what he can do with batter or something <laughs> with batter be like that," <laughs> which is pretty funny. So so you made a pancake and I you made, made a, a kid music video. <laughs> a music video and took some awesome pictures of the Padre right, game. Well, you win, okay? And Thunderhawk won an award. All right. Well, let me just throw one more little thing at you, my friend. You got another year older too. You had a birthday oh, yeah, in there. I did have a birthday. <laughs> that was four days ago, by the way. Happy, bir- happy birthday! Happy And you got Jeff Cirillo to wish you a happy birthday. Oh my gosh! How funny was that? <laughs> and the funny thing too was that you like, didn't get one from Hacksaw, though, huh? No, no. Hacksaw has yet to bury the the hatchet with your boy BP. He um. He's still a little sad, I think, about the liar or moron. But then the funny thing is that, like, you know, I think I've said this randomly, like, all, like, you know, I, I post baseball cards on 
social media and like I'll put a baseball card of like you know 1956 tops card or something and Lee will just respond and be like what a beauty <laughs> and I'm like Lee you you hate me like you you uh, despise me you've said it you make fun of me because I've made fun of you and like we have this like you know weird little back and forth battle going and then just randomly you'll be like oh man what a great baseball card <laughs> it's just like so yeah. weird and then I'll ask him random- I mean he still has 1090 in his handle so <laughs> I mean, well, now I feel like it actually works. It now the 1090's work. gone. It does work. It's like okay, but when they were still a thing and he was not a thing, that didn't work. But you know, here we are. Here we are. All right. So, this is an article. I will show it to you as I read it on ESPN.com from one and a half weeks ago, and it says San Diegans bitter about uniform change. Brady Phelps, a San Diego sports commenter who hosts the Zero Chance podcast, what summed up how many hell? Chargers in how many Charger fans in his city felt when the Powder Blue announcement came earlier this year. And then it gives um, gives a bunch of quotes, which basically make me sound like a little bitch. Um, <laughs> it's it's fr- so they you know I had that tweet that kind of I don't want to say viral, but like. I had a tweet that, you know, got a lot of traction about the powder blues about, you know, me saying basically like, oh, the, you know, I don't, I don't even want to get into it, whatever. And then, but the quotes that they gave in addition to my tweet were, this is me. Going to powder blues felt like adding salt in the wound, Phelps said. It felt like that little extra punch in the gut when you already took, when you already took the team. And now the thing we wanted for all these years we would get flashes on Sunday night football games or Monday night football games and get excited. And then Spanos goes and gives that to L.A. when they so clearly didn't even want the team there. L.A. doesn't realize the gift that they were given in Powder Blues. So that was, you know, I talked to ESPN, to Eric Williams at ESPN. On the, he called me. He was like, hey, can I call you? I want to interview you for this article. And I was like, all right, sure, yeah. Call me up. Talk to me for 30 minutes. And I feel like at 30 minutes I got one quote that makes me sound like a little bitch. <laughs> and... You know, get and reach out to Eric and be like, really? You know, I mean, the the, the tweet kind of like it, it sort of summed up, you know, how I felt and I think how a lot of fans felt. But I, I just didn't like adding it on with a quote. It just made it almost like, I don't know, it made me sound like a little Sally. So the, the tweet was San Diego for over 50 years. All we've wanted is to make you, is, is for you to make the powder blues, the Chargers primary uniforms, please. Dean Spanos. No, we're moving to L.A. Los Angeles, leave our city. We hate you. Go back to San Diego, Dean Spanos. Here are the powder boy uniforms. So, you know, that got over 800 likes or whatever. And that's that was the the tweet that ESPN saw that made them want to, you know, reach out for the article. But the only reason I'm bringing it up is not because it was an ESPN or whatever. It's because the first time, other than ourselves, Zero Chance Podcast is in print. And it's on, on ESPN. ESPN. I mean, that's kind of a big deal, that right? That is a big deal. That's huge. Isn't that cool? And so I actually waited because I didn't make a stink of it on Twitter. I wasn't like, oh, look at me. as you know, Because it made me sound like a little bitch. <laughs> so <laughs> I didn't want to bring a bunch of attention to it. But I did think that that was pretty cool that they, like, you know, he's like, host of the Zero Chance podcast. Now, yeah. I regret that your name was not mentioned. Should have said co-host with Rick Romero, <laughs> who is a Dolphins fan. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't give two S's about the Chargers. But Dolphins are having a great year, huh? <laughs> they're the only team doing worse <laughs> than the Chargers. Maybe the Browns. Maybe they're Jets. Uh, the Browns. Redskins. It's uh, going to be a fun game this next week. Oh, my gosh. Just a blind leading the blind. Anyway, 
uh, anyway, so that I thought that was kind of cool that I would tell you that during the recording. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, and I was like sitting there when I when I saw that I was like you like saw the ESPN banner and saw our name. You're like, huh? and I I saw uniform talk and I'm like, okay, like I could only mean one thing, like the Padres with brown. the brown. But yeah. then it said upset. I'm like, wait, 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 are you upset? Yes, I'm upset. They're going back to brown. Yeah, and then you? I was like, okay, okay, it all makes sense now. Yeah. Oh, I get it. Brady's a little bitch. Yeah, like, Brady's a little bitch. Okay, <laughs> got it. Uh, the brown uniforms coming soon. Yes, that is our next topic and final topic, I believe. Final topic. Zero chance pod. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like, sure enough, as in true Padres fandom nature, um, this is going to be a fifty-fifty split. They're going to get released, and people are going to be just furious that they're not what they want and then the other half are just going to be like you know what they're brown at least they're not blue i'm i'm not going to be i'm not going to nitpick about it yeah um what is your feeling about how this release is going to go uh so here's the thing like i i've tried and tried and tried again to get a sneak peek at these uniforms and nobody is budging nobody is budging at all so um i've seen them yeah I, I would murder you i've seen them i'm serious you mother <laughs> you of all people hey one of us knows how to keep a secret the other one doesn't i'm good at keeping secrets i will tell you this i don't know which one it's going to be i saw the prototypes i don't know which one they went with so I have seen them, but I just don't know which one is going to be the final one. Wow. I'm not going to ask for your opinion. I, 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 I will tell you this. I am of the camp where, listen, it's not going to please everybody. No. Not, nothing will ever please everybody. And, I, you know, it's one thing we know about sports fandom in general, but um, Padres uniforms is a hot topic amongst us San Diegans. So it's not going to please everybody, but you know what? I'm in the camp that I'm like, I'm just thrilled they're brown. Yeah. Like, Listen, this team has not had an identity. The only identity is that it doesn't have an identity. Mm-hmm. And finally, they're going back to the one where they started. Love it. And that's Brown. I'm excited. And that's, you know, Major League Baseball where they start. Obviously, you can go back to the PCL and the blue mm-hmm. and, the, and the red. Yeah. And that was kind of the argument. I think, you know, the spin zone that people tried to put on the blue in the first place was like, that was it's actually what, back to our roots. It's what Ron put. Well, Ron hates the Brown. He's made that clear all along. Yes. But the fans... We're finally loud enough, you know? Yeah. Padres Twitter, you made a difference. It's all on you. I mean, it, it's it's pretty clear to, um, like, assume that the colors are going to be in line with the, the ballast point bear. Because that's kind of it's kind of uh, it's different than what their their colors are for darker, the darker yeah brown. it's it's a little bit darker brown um, so I think it's pretty safe to assume that it's going to be along those lines and we've um, seen a couple videos kind of drop on Twitter of like you know Tatis hugging a little kid um, yeah and in the background kind of branding yeah on uh, you know the, in the, in the, the schedule the schedule has schedule like that out, similar and so fryer I think and everything. the colors are kind of there we know the old fryers coming back but um, it's going to be. You know, it's going to be – I think it's going to be great. I'm, I'm just thrilled for the change. And um, oh, what I don't want is, like, I don't want it to come back for, like, a year and then, then change it to some other variation of it or change it. It's like, let's just stick with this for a while, Stick guys. with this for a while. Yeah. yeah. So let's find an identity in this. Let's win a championship in this. And 
and let's um let's move on from the blue era i did um i did do a, a tweet about the uh i don't like to generally you know curse you know just in general it's i don't know i try you know obviously on the podcast we try to keep it fairly clean although i do think i dropped an s-bomb except when woods is on the podcast when woods is on yeah and then darren got super mad at us because we told him he couldn't curse which i didn't i just said we tried to not so he tried to respect that but since woods has no respect for anyone he um (laughs) (laughs) he just he just went ahead and uh, did what he wanted but yeah i did the picture of um Andy Dufresne after he crawled through the the tunnel. Oh yeah, you and love that picture. It's my favorite. Well, I had yeah. Nick Pants. I don't know if do you follow uh-huh. Nick Pants. I love Nick Pants. So I, I hit him up and I was like, Nick, can you make the friar's head? Because he's very good at that stuff. Yeah. And I'm not. And I just said, I, I, it's the friar's head on Andy Dufresne when he throws his arms out. Padres fans who crawled through a river of blue uniform shit and came out clean on the other side. Yeah. Welcome to the new Brown Uni era. Let's go win a championship. That got over 400 likes, my friend. Wow. Was I one of them? Doubt it. I don't, <laughs> I don't have it, you know, specially marked. Yeah. Did Rick like this? Did Rick like this? No. I, I'm more looking for Harlow's approval than yours. You see that? Oh, look. There she is. She, is that the bird sanctuary at Balboa Park? Not, not bird sanctuary. It's just, it's just the plants. Like plants. the, what is, what is it called? I don't know. I guess I'm mixing up the bird sanctuary at... Uh, the zoo with yeah. that cool little area at Balboa Park. Yeah. It's yeah. good to have your uh, family as your background. There's mine. There you go. My wife's birthday was a week before mine. So this oh, really? Was, yeah. We went, have you ever been to Sea Level Island Prime down on the San Diego Harbor? Yeah. Uh-huh. It's a Coen Brothers restaurant. Yeah. The inside is Island Prime where it's a little fancier and dress up and schwanky. And then the outdoors is no reservations. You just kind of show up, and it's called sea level, but it's still yeah. equally Any, amazing and delicious. Anything goes. Yeah. It's like and Lord uh, of the Flies went, out there. <laughs> you know what's funny? We went there a few years back, and while we were there, there was like it was like a um, a traveling um, acting group that like d- did like impersonations or something. And it was a bunch of people dressed up as random characters, which I didn't really recognize any of them, but right in the middle of it was, I mean, it could have been Johnny Depp as Captain Jack Sparrow. And so there's a lot of really good Captain Jack Sparrow. Because of the makeup and because yeah. of that, like, it, I feel like it's one you can do pretty well if you yeah. have, like, a similar body type. You know, you don't need to look just like Johnny Depp. It could be, you know, the eye makeup, the scars, the goat, the hair. Yeah. If, you, if the outfit is right and you're a similar body type, it can just work. Yeah. Um, but he. He was. I mean, I looked over. I was like, "Brooke, Johnny Depp's at the table," and for some reason, he's dressed up as his Pirates, Pirates of the Caribbean character. So, yeah. But it obviously was not him. But they were all in full outfit character. Yeah. And it was. I mean, it was kind of cool to see. That's cool. That's yeah, cool. It's fun. Do you know what you're going to be for Halloween this year? I can't reveal it. Oh, really? Yeah. So we, we might actually do a little family one too. Oh my gosh! You're going to make who has great hair that Harlow's going to be. You're going to dress her up with someone with great hair. And then you guys are going to be like the supporting cast around Harlow. <laughs> I like this. I like where this is going. Have yeah. you decided? Can you tell me this? Have you decided? Uh, as of today, we have decided. Oh, you have? Yes. Oh, I wanted to influence your decision, but I guess it's already been made. There was pur- purchases on our Amazon account oh, that I noticed. Well, so. then it's done. Yeah, yeah. It's a done deal. So the past few years, I, like, I'll rock. I'll, I'll, I'm the guy. I'll go into work dressed up. And we have, you know, costume contests to work and whatnot. And I'm like, hey, let's let's boost the morale. Let's have some fun. I know a lot of people like to make fun of costume at work guy. But I'm like, listen, 
you can either like be the nerd who uh, makes fun of people or is insecure about yourself or just go all out and have a good time. I'm about going out and have a good time. So I, I think three years ago as a pirate, not not Jack Sparrow specifically, but very piratey, and you know, I even did like eye black around my eyes, mm-hmm. you know, which is the very piratey thing to do, thanks to uh, our friend Johnny Depp. And then two years ago, I was Forrest Gump. You know, now that, that was a, that was a good one. It was I, mean, I, I, had I some saw that one. Very short shorts. You you did, and, <laughs> and it was offensive. They were they were revealing. You could uh, easily tell my religion just by the shorts I was wearing. And so I, <laughs> I was walking around, and and the, and the thing is, I stayed in character at work, so I ran. I didn't walk anywhere. I just <laughs> ran everywhere at work, uh, which was weird. And then last year I was Macho Man, and I stayed in character yeah. the whole time too. Because remember, well, you, I yeah, was Macho watching, Man. That was yeah. years ago, though. Yeah. But, um, but I don't know if you did this. I, I don't know if you were committed to the character, but like, oh yeah, the whole time I ran around, I was like. Oh yeah! Did you have Stacking a slim gym? You had a, did you have a sl- slim gym with you? Multiple too? slim gyms okay. with me at any yeah, time. Yeah, same with me. I yeah. was handing them out to people. Yeah, here's a slim gym. Yeah. So this year, I'm not sure. My daughter. What was this finishing maneuver? Uh, I'm Let's see how s- dedicated you are. I don't. I'm gonna say the leg drop. It was not. That the was Hulk pile Hogan's. driver. Pile no, driver. No. The neck. Was... The neck. The back neck drop. That was that's a stunner, stone stunner. cold stunner. Okay, no, no. Uh, it was the flying elbow. From oh, the, the top flying rope. elbow. Oh, yeah. from the top. Oh, yeah. That's like the one that all the images are made of the flying elbow. Yeah. I've never been a wrestling guy. Yeah. But I appreciate it, and I know the old WWF. You know what's weird? So I got two, um, Menko. These are Japanese wrestling cards of Andre the Giant, like old school from the seventies. Uh huh. And I have the original magazine where Andre the Giant is holding that Molson can. You know, he's holding that uh-huh. 12-ounce can, and you can see I, skin on the top and the bottom. So, And I have that original SI magazine. And I even went out and I bought an original. That's the image <laughs> right there. Did you get that on LobShots.com? I, I did not. I have it on my phone, though. That is very impressive. See how you can see skin on top of his hand yeah. and on the bottom of his hand? Yeah. Like, that's insane. That's a real 12-ounce can. Yeah. So that era Molson, that, like, 80s era, I bought one of those cans. So I have the can. I have the magazine. I have a couple of cards. I'm going to get, like, an old, like, Andre the Giant action figure, and I want to make, like, a little, like, Andre the Giant thing. And people are like, oh, you must be obsessed with WWF or whatever. And I was like, no, I never was a wrestling guy. I just am obsessed with Andre the Giant. I think it's Princess Bride mostly. Though. Princess Bride? Yeah. Anybody want a peanut? I don't have to, miss. <laughs> Anybody want a peanut? I love that guy. Um, we got to bounce. I got to go yeah. to Van Morrison. Very excited. I got to get home to Harlow. Tonight. You got to get home to Harlow. Yeah. I got to get home to Van Morrison. Hey, can you um, do something for the next podcast, too? Sure. I mean, I, this is a loaded question. What? I don't do anything for any. I show up and talk. So, got award winners. Yeah, yeah. We're an award winner Bowie yeah. Knife. Bowie <laughs> Knife. Bowie, Bowie. David Bowie Knife. Bowie Knife. The what? Black What do you want from me? Deepa. Yeah, the depot. What do you want? Yeah. What do you want me to do uh, for the next I podcast? I don't know. I don't know what you're suggesting. I Let's get a guest. A guest? Yeah, we Whoa. do better with guests. Now we've got yeah. the we got the, the cobwebs of yeah. shook them off. We're yeah. good. Yeah. We're back at Thunderhawk. We're back recording. We're doing a thing. You got your own machinery now. You're not stealing from work. And now we can really do our own thing. Let's get a guest. Okay. I got it. a couple people who already want in. They're already they want up. in. Huh? They want in. Let's do They're this. Begging me. They're like, yeah. when are you guys gonna post again? Yeah. We want in. 
And four months later, here we are. Here we are. Yeah. All right. Jokes on jokes on jokes aside, if you were listening right now, that means you've put up with, I don't know, 45 minutes of us just catching up and rambling. About 43 and minutes. 43, I, I guessed within two minutes, right? Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, I just want to say thank you because you guys have stuck around and that's really cool. And we love that you guys listen to our podcast. That's really neat. It makes me feel special. So thank you guys. We're going to keep doing content. We haven't gone anywhere for good. We just took a little hiatus so Rick could learn to be a dad. And now he has, and he's going to continue to through words of wisdom from me. <laughs> See how I spin it back with a narcissistic Uh-oh. twist? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Here comes the ego. <laughs> no, kidding. All right. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Rick, for making this happen. Thank you, Thunderhawk, for the beer and the award-winning beer at that. And uh, we'll catch up with you guys soon. Peace out. Bye. Oh, a knife. Oh, a knife. Long glitter and steel. If my gun don't take your evil life, you can bet my Bowie knife will. I had my choice of weapons on which would depend my life. I chose a set of pistols and a long old Bowie knife. I met him by the river, by the light of the rising sun. Was I prepared to fight him? I feared my time had come. Bowie knife, Bowie knife, a long glitter and steel. If my gun don't take your evil life, you can bet my Bowie knife will.